If you feel triggered by any of my episodes or in life in general, this episode is for you. I'll be sharing with you one of the main tools I use and what I ask all the ladies on my workshop and courses to do to help them when feeling triggered, angry, sad, anxious, or just need a little extra TLC. Welcome to the Secrets in the Powder Room, where we share stories and open up conversations about all the secrets women are forced to keep out of fear and shame. I'm Louise Bryant, professional certified coach, intuitive eating counsellor and trauma-informed domestic abuse specialist and survivor. I'm here to support you on your healing journey and help you feel like you're not alone. This is not to be a replacement of your own professional, medical and or legal advice. This podcast contains adult language and content. Listener discretion is advised. I named this podcast The Secret in the Powder Room because it sounded better than The Secrets in the Ladies' Toilets or Lose Lou. And we often go to the ladies' toilets to check in with ourselves. We check how we look, we check our phone, we check if our bum looks big or if we've got a booger. Maybe we touch up our makeup and hair and make ourselves look better. Sometimes we have gossip or a serious conversation with a friend. Or this could also be a safe place to sell, to tell sorry, a friend a secret where it won't be overheard by men and it's a place where we can usually go where our abusive partner can't follow. We might even talk to a stranger and tell them our secrets if that's what's needed right there and then. I know for me, when I was out with my abusive ex and he was kicking off, there were many times I was crying in the toilets and a stranger comforted me. I almost felt safer telling a stranger and to be honest, we didn't really go out with friends so I was isolated from most of them most of the time. So I want to make sure that when listening to this podcast, if you're feeling triggered, that you are regularly checking in with yourself, but not as much as how you look, because you always look fabulous, but how you feel. Are you feeling angry, upset or triggered by what's being said? And are you taking the right actions to protect and support yourself? So what is a trigger? A trigger in the context of mental health is a stimulus that affects a reaction. A trigger is often to mean something that brings on or worsens symptoms. So this often happens to people with a history of trauma or who are recovering from domestic abuse, sexual assault, mental illness, self-harm, addiction and or eating disorders. The chances are, if you're listening to my podcast, you may have some history that could be triggered. But don't worry, I've got you. First of all though, I want to say I would always firstly recommend seeking professional and or medical advice if you're suffering with any trauma or PTSD and feel triggered by anything I talk about. And here are some of the other things you can do for yourself that might be helpful. Firstly, to stop any trauma from getting stuck, you can do some bilateral movements. So this gets the right and left side of your brain working together and it helps move trauma along and stop it from getting stuck. You can easily do this in the moment by patting your hands on your knees or tapping your feet alternately. A few other ways, if available to you, is going for a walk or even a run, or listen to some bilateral music. Some therapy can also help this as well, like EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization Processing. Also, deep breathing, dancing, yoga, meditation, journaling, and crying can really help. Exercise is an amazing way of releasing the happy hormone. So these are just a few ways that you can help with managing your trauma. So self-care for me is a non-negotiable and I hope it is for you too. 
So have you heard the analogy of putting your own oxygen mask on first or your own life jacket as you can't save anyone if you can't breathe or if you're drowning? So this works in the same with everyday life too. If you're drowning in chores and workload or suffocating by the pressures and stress of worry of life, you can't take care of your children, you can't take care of the other people around you or your pets or your job or your business, etc. So... If this isn't your mantra, then make it your new mantra. Self-care is not selfish, it's non-negotiable. So at the start of most of my courses and my workshops, I show everyone my own self-care box and encourage them to create one for themselves. And I also encourage you to make one for yourself. This can also be a bag, a space, a room, or whatever is fitting for you. So The purpose of the box is to allow you to step away from your negative thoughts or flashbacks. Grounding yourself with a box can decrease your, sorry, decrease the intensity of the feelings of trauma by distracting you with the five senses or the (laughs) representational system, the visual with your sight, the auditory, the sound, the kinesthetic, the feeling of touch, your primary feeling of texture, heat, pressure, or your secondary, your meta your emotions that you feel and the result of the sensory experience, either internal or external. The olfactory, so your smell, and the gustory, so your taste. So when creating your box, you could perhaps decorate an old shoe box if you're quite creative. You could maybe buy a gift box from a local card shop or use a nice perfume box that you've got maybe, or recycle something you have or maybe empty a junk drawer or a drawer you're not using and use that. So after this, you wanna be able to create the scene. So lighting, I use fairy lights or a salt lamp. So visually make this look nice for you. Then setting the sound, the auditory, relaxing music. I like to play some, you know, meditation music or music that you'd hear in a spa. And some people like to use the sound bowls So making sure you've got something nice in my box, I keep a nice smelling candle. It looks nice, it smells nice, it makes me feel good. So you're then dealing with, you know, your your sense of smell, your sense of sight, your visual, your kinesthetic, your feelings, your emotional feelings. Maybe you want to get a blanket or something comfy, some fluffy socks maybe, or to sit on something nice and comfy and make sure the temperature's right and make sure you're feeling warm or not too hot. So some examples of my box and some of the things I've seen people put in their box is crystals. You know, I know things like amethyst can help with addiction, transformation, compulsive behaviour, compulsive thinking, rose quartzes, unconditional love, compassion, tenderness, forgiveness, trauma and heart healing. And opalite, it releases burdens, especially sufferers of emotional illness and trauma, reduces fatigue and increases energy. So they're just some examples of maybe some crystals you might have, I, I have lots of pain in my hand, so I have these little fluffy hearts that are really soft and inside they have heat bags that you just click the little uh, metal bit and they warm up. So especially in the winter when my hands are really cold and painful, I like to use them. I also have chocolates and sweets in my box and I have some angel cards and a crucifix and some meditation beads and hand cream and lip balm and face mask and foot mask 
So, you know, it's finding what works for you. One note I would say on having photos, it would be lovely if you could have some photos in there of people that you love that makes you feel happy. But I would be very mindful. for. So I use this example quite a lot with the ladies on my courses. Is If you don't have your children living with you, as this can happen sometimes in abusive relationships, I would say if the seeing the picture, I'd say always keep pictures of your children close if that makes you happy to remind you of them. But if in your box, if you're triggered by the fact that your children aren't with you and you're going to your self-care box to look after you and you've got pictures of your children in there and it triggers you and makes you feel guilt and makes you feel upset, I would maybe not put pictures of your children in your self-care book box. However, if it does comfort you and that's something that you want to do, then I would encourage it. But just be mindful and just notice how it makes you feel. And the same goes if you've had any loss or death and seeing pictures of your loved ones. Again, have them around the house, but if they're in your self-care box and it's making you feel sad, then just notice your feelings of how you feel when you open this up and maybe don't have them in there. So if you feel called to create a box or you already have one, please share your ideas and boxes with me. I love hearing and seeing what people have created for themselves. You can follow me on Instagram or DM me sign up for my emails or the podcast and you can reply to one of my emails or come over and join the Facebook group where we have discussions and you can share your photos and videos there. So sometimes just sitting with your emotions and honouring what's coming up for you too can be really helpful and release them and let them go. Thank you for joining me, Louise Bryant, in this episode of The Secrets in the Powder Room. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review as this helps others to find the podcast. Check out the show notes for links for all my social medias and stay connected.